Hello, and welcome to another episode of For the Souls podcast, where we talk about shit that actually matters. Today's video was inspired by a lot of personal things that I have going on. One of those being some drama that I have on my biological dad's side as it pertains to my siblings, his daughters that no longer talk to me and his ex-wife that he is no longer with. Um, In the recent weeks, I've had family members of theirs reach out to me trying to correct, I guess, the facts that I've lived in my own life and try to tell me what I experienced or the version of their family member that I experienced, which no one on that side who disagrees with what I say has ever asked me what it's been like from my standpoint. No one from that side who defends my dad's ex-wife or my siblings, my sisters, has ever not once come to either one of us, me or my dad, to ask us what what this process has been like for us or what were the reasonings behind some of the decisions that were made or what led to all of these things. So for me, I was a little bit taken back when that cousin decided to be so vocal with me and I kind of just had to shut that shit down because what you're not about to do is tell me what the fuck I've lived because you feel defensive over your family member, especially when your family member, as unfortunate as it is, is the villain in my story. And so I was dealing with this internal battle because a part of me was like, you know what? I was going to be real quiet about the family bullshit on that side. You know, I wasn't going to say anything out of respect for my brother, because ultimately, even though him and I are on the same page and we are on the side of my dad, um, I put that in quotes because we shouldn't be on any sides. It, we, we should be able to be grown enough and adults enough to talk about things and come to a resolution. But because of the circumstance, we're on sides, right? Me, my brother, my dad, we're all on this side. Um, out of respect for the fact that part of the biggest problem, I would say, is his mom. Um, I have chosen to refrain from talking about my perspective. But when my sisters started putting things on social media painting my dad in a certain light, painting my brother in a certain light. When this cousin reached out to me trying to tell me about myself and what I've lived, my initial reaction was, let me just out all the bullshit because you're not about to tell me what the fuck I had to live through or what I had to see or what was done to me or all of this shit, especially now 27 years later after I've spent years years being a very gracious and forgiving person only to get treated the same way that I always get treated. And then I had to stop myself and I said, you know what, Amy, what good would come of that? Honestly, for one, there's this side, this side, and then the truth, right? And each of us has lived a different perspective and different circumstances regarding all the family bullshit. So each of us has a very different perspective, although we've lived the same dysfunction, right? Why would I need to go and share, at this moment at least, what my experience was with all that? Because I'm a firm believer that everything will play out. Everything will come to light. It always happens in that way. And I was like, you know what? That probably wouldn't be the best approach for the relationship I'm trying to build with my brother, especially because he already feels in the middle and I don't want to make him feel more in the middle. I don't want to add to more of the divisiveness between families. Um, So what I thought about was, you know what, Amy? 
Why don't you share your testimony on what it was like to get to this journey of forgiving your biological father? Because who better than to talk about that than you? You literally were the child whose life he wasn't in. You're literally the person that he kicked to the curb time after time. And if you could get to this place of forgiveness and compassion and you can extend grace, why not share that wisdom in hopes that whoever still watches my shit from that side will see that this is the approach that we take over here. Now, if y'all want to block people and be bitter and not have conversations, do you, boo. But on this side, we like to be constructive. We like to extend grace. We like to be compassionate. And we do like to hear all sides and validate all feelings, right? So I want to share with you guys my journey in forgiving my biological father. So let's take it back a little bit. So to give you guys context about kind of just the circumstances that I've had to grow up with, um, my parents were like 16 years old. By parents, I mean my creators. I don't mean like my stepdad and my mom. My parents who created me were 16 years old when the shenanigans happened that I was created. I've mentioned it before. It was never anything serious. It was literally 30 seconds of procreation and then I was created. Um, I really did not know much about anything for a long time. So when I was six years old is when I was told that my stepdad wasn't my biological dad. Um, that's when I first had my curiosity of who my dad was, right? And then a few years after that, there was an incident at the golf flea market where this lady came up to my mom and was like screaming in her face, damn near about to fight her. And I was like, who the fuck is this? Right. And I was, I was like eight. So I was like, what the fuck? Who is this lady? Right. My mom didn't say much to me after that. She was just like, she brushed it off. Like my mom is real grown about shit. Like it takes a lot to get my mom out of character. I mean, she'll go there if she has to, but she likes to be grown. And I really respect that about my mom. Um, and then a few years after that, like when I was about 10 years old, my dad actually wanted to be in my life. And so he took the steps to come back into my life. It wasn't until then that I found out that the lady that was manic screaming at my mom at the Galt flea market was actually his wife at the time, who is now his ex-wife, the mother of my half siblings from my dad's side. So Obviously, after I found that out, I was like, okay, so homegirl don't like you, mom. And she was like, yeah, homegirl don't like me. And that's when she kind of gave me the background of pretty much how shit went down with with her and my dad. Okay. And I will say this, I'm not going to get too much into the details, but people love to tell me on my half siblings inside, you know, like that cousin that reached out to me, they love to try to tell me that I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. And I just find it astonishing because both my parents, before my dad even came back in my life, my mom's version of what happened and what the circumstance was at that time has always co-signed what my dad eventually told me was his version of what was happening at the time. So people love to tell me that I don't know what I'm talking about. And it's like, 
I'm literally getting the same story from the very two people that actually know the truth because they're actually the ones that created me. And the story my mom told me before my dad was in my life is the same story my dad told me when he was in my life. And him and my mom hadn't even, they didn't talk. So, you feel me? Like, anyways, uh, so fast forward, right? We, my dad is coming back in my life. And um, I was under the impression when he came into my life again that his wife knew that he was trying to uh, be a part of my life. But when I brought that up to my dad, he was pretty much like, listen, this cannot happen. She can't know that I'm in your life because it will cause problems in my marriage. Like I prefer to keep you a secret. And I I took offense to that because I've always had a very strong will of who I am. And I was like, uh, no, you are not going to keep me a secret. You're not going to do that because I'm not a secret. I'm a whole ass human being. So I kind of like went off on my dad. My dad was like, oh, you're disrespectful. And I was like, well, I don't really know you enough to respect you. So and then you're telling me to be a secret like you're not my dad. You didn't raise me, but you want to be in my life. So my my dad can attest. I had a mouth on me back in the day. So. After me confronting my dad about his wife needing to know that he was in my life and my siblings, me wanting to meet my siblings, he pretty much cut me off. He cut me off and I never heard from him again. Uh, He like left me hanging a few times that we had to like meet up for lunch. And that created on top of the resentment that I already had towards him for leaving me in the first place as a baby. That added more to the resentment that I had because I was like, are you for real? Like, because I didn't keep it a secret that I want uh, you're in my life. You're going to cut me off. So out of spite, I ain't going to lie, out of spite and out of bitterness in my 10, 11 year old mind, my space era days, I was like, you know what? Fuck this because don't be a coward. So I found my my sister, who's seven months younger than me, his daughter on MySpace, and I messaged her and I was like, hey, what's up, homegirl? Yeah, I'm your sister. And we got the same Christmas gifts this year. And um, your dad left me hanging. Our dad left me hanging and tell him to like, stop being a coward. (laughs) That started hella drama. Her mom was talking all kinds of shit to me, which mind you, I'm 11, you know, like in retrospect, homegirl, I was 11 trying to find my dad. But never mind that so that's kind of like the start of it coming out that my siblings found out that they had a another sibling an older sibling um a few years pass again my dad tries to be in my life right and this time he's like hey like I talked to my wife things are going to be better this time she's okay with it like Maybe you can meet the kids. And I was like, sure, I'm with it. Like, let's do it. You know, I'm going to forgive you for leaving me hanging in the, you know, a few years ago. Let's try it out. So I ended up meeting my siblings at a Leatherby's. And um, at this point in time, my sister, who I had messaged on MySpace, her and I were so hot and cold because At that time, both my dad and his wife were completely lying 
about so many things and painting me in such a negative light. And that really grew my resentment more towards my dad, but also towards his wife. Because what I realize now that they were trying to do, if you ask me, is soften the blow of the fact that my dad stepped out on their mom when they were 16 years old. And I think, and honestly, I think that their mom's resentment towards my mom really made her hate me because in many ways, I think she blames me for the resentment that she feels towards my dad. So when they were talking to me, talking about me to my siblings from what my sister told me, all the negative things that they both they both, let me reiterate that to the people that watch my shit and run back, that they both were saying about me came from a place of them trying to put patches on the hot ass mess of a situation that this was. And I was the one that was chosen to be villainized by both my dad and his ex-wife. And that really made me fucking angry after I found out the things that were being said about me from both his both my dad and his ex-wife I was just like fuck you guys like I'm a fucking kid in all of this and you guys are literally gonna villainize me for wanting my dad in my life because y'all can't get over your shit because my dad didn't have the balls to put his foot down and be in my life because you can't stand my mom and you fucking take it out on me like fuck both of you I'm sorry dad if you ever listen to this I really truly treat you with the utmost respect now but that's I'm just talking about that's how I felt in the moment so um shit was bad with me and my sister because she was trying to make sense of it as much as I was also trying to make sense of it and I was seeing a side of my dad that they hadn't seen yet of my dad because my dad was like a whole kind of different person with them so I was trying to tell her like, no, like my dad's over here trying to be manipulative and keep me a secret and all this bullshit. Like, nah, hell no. Like, and she was like at a rough point because I'm pretty much shattering their reality of who they thought their dad and their mom was. And I completely understand that that as a child must be so damaging. And when I was a kid, trying to figure out I obviously didn't think about the impact that that would have because selfishly I was like no I deserve my dad and you know I deserve to have him in my life and I don't deserve to be a secret and how dare you guys villainize me and make me a secret like you know I was angry you know and I felt entitled to vengeance I guess you know and I felt entitled to air out all the dirty laundry because I'm worth more than being a secret. That was that was how I felt. Um, so then again, after I told my dad, no, I'm not going to lie to them about the truth of you being in my life. I'm not going to lie to them about how things have played out. I, I'm not going to do that because I always had a good understanding that relationships are built off trust and I wanted to have a relationship with my siblings where they know that like, hey, good, bad and ugly, I'm being honest with you and I hope that you see that and you honor that even though the truth might be ugly to hear or even accept. And so again, my dad cut me off um, and then came like this most, well, no, this t the time before the most recent time, same thing. 
he comes back in my life. This time he's like super serious. This and and in the midst of all of this drama, right? My sisters are going back and forth with believing me, not believing me, feeling like compassion towards what I'm saying, not feeling compassion. Me, me and my sister that's seven months younger than me, we were gonna fight, then we weren't gonna fight. We had tears, we had freaking heartfelt conversation it was just so fucking hot and cold because we were trying to navigate how to have a relationship when all the adults around us could not for the life of them get on the same page so it was really tricky right but obviously loyalty is to their family their mom their dad and that's ultimately what my sisters have always done they've always been loyal to their mom their dad not so much their dad anymore but that side and I understand it Although I don't agree with it because I, I'm a big believer in right is right, wrong is wrong. And if you've seen that, I've always been honest with you and I've never had anything to hide. And all the things that I've always said have always been true. And you see it now more than ever. Why would you still kick me to the curb? I've literally been the only one for years since we were 11 years old telling you guys the truth. And yet you cast me away despite all the manipulation and lies and sneaky shit from both your parents. But I also understand that accepting that and accepting that your parents could be that way towards you, the parents that you love could be that deceitful, I would imagine is really hard. And I and I do have compassion from that aspect. So there's all that drama. My dad comes back into my life. I, by this time, I think I'm pregnant with my son. Things are really looking different this time. This time he's like, you know what? I put my foot down with my wife. I told her straight up, like, I'm not going to be going around this bullshit anymore. I'm not going to do this anymore. You're not going to hang my kids over my head or my other kid over my head because that was pretty much the problem. It was always, if you want to be in the daughter, the daughter's life that you stepped out on me and, and had, you could be in her life, but you're not going to see your other kids. And this is a known thing. My siblings have literally told me what their mom has said about me. This is a known thing. So when my dad told me he's putting his foot down, I was like, okay, like, all right, then that's all I've wanted to happen. Like, I will meet your ex-wife. I will show her who I am. Hopefully we can get to a place of being copacetic. Hopefully, hopefully like we can overcome the uncomfortableness that she feels because at this point I understand her because I also had my first love step out on me and have a baby with someone else. I chose to leave, but I, I know the pain that she must have felt. And I wanted her to see that like, hey, like I know that you've had this resentment towards me and you villainize me, but like get to know me and you'll see the kind of person that I am. And, and, and I really hope that that was going to to spark something in her heart to want to treat me differently. I even um, talked to my mom and my mom offered to have a conversation with her to finally tell her the truth from my mom's perspective, how everything went down. And she declined that. But she was permitting me to go to the house. Um, but every argument that she would get into with my dad, nope, I'm not allowed to go over anymore. Nope, she can't come over. And at this point, my sisters didn't like me for whatever reason because of the drama and whatever and whatever was in their ear being said to them by my dad and by my mom. They still didn't like me. So I was just like 
overly trying to show them like, yo, I'm not the fucking boogeyman. Like I'm literally just your older sister, just trying to be an older sister to you guys, just trying to have my dad in my life. And it was a lot more complicated than I thought. Anyways, I, as time went on, I started to not agree with how my dad was handling things. And I just really overall did not agree with the kind of person that he was as it pertained to the kind of person that I was in that at that point in my life. I was on my healing journey and I felt like my dad was very much who I always knew him to be, you know, and I just really wasn't feeling it. And I kind of reached a point in my life where I was like, I really don't desire to have him in my life anymore the way that I did, especially because he is not the kind of example of a father that I always imagined him to be you know or thought that he would be like so we kind of fell off and I was cool I was like I don't want to have you in my life I don't want to talk to you I'm over this drama I'm over this family bullshit like I cannot so then fast forward certain things happened on their family side while I was healing I come to find out one day that he is now divorced from his ex-wife um, he actually has a new, uh, girlfriend and some drama happened and my sisters were pretty much citing their mom. And based on what I was being told at the time, at that moment, I felt like, Ooh, right is right. Wrong is wrong. So I reached out to my sisters and I was like, Hey, like, I know you guys don't talk to me. I know you guys don't fuck with me. I reached out to their mom said, I know that you've always felt some kind of way towards me, but I want to let you guys know that I do pray about you guys and I, I'm wishing for your happiness. One of my sisters had just had her baby and I was like, I hope that that baby brings blessings to you and I'm sorry that you guys are having to deal with what you're having to deal with. Like this is what I've tried to tell you all along. Well, that was an icebreaker conversation and we all became cool. And that's when you guys started seeing that we had all these pictures and their mom apologized to me for keeping my dad from me and everything was looking up. I was going over to my sister's house. They were coming to my house. They met my mom. They met my dad. They met my whole family. Then things started to kind of take a turn when I had a baby shower and um, their mom had a problem with them coming over to my mom's house and this whole time none of us are talking to our dad I we had a conversation as sisters that if any of us if my dad were going to try to talk to any of us we would let each other know we weren't going to force each other to do anything like we all had our issues with him different issues but all had issues with him none of us were talking to him so of all my sisters, I feel like I am the one that has healed the most. I have devoted the most time to healing. Um, I feel like I'm more well-rounded in the sense, in general, because I've overcome so much of my trauma and just based on how I navigate through things that um, my dad had tried and he had been trying for years to try to reach out to my sisters and they would tell me about it. Yeah, he tried messaging me here or he sent roses here or he... Um, popped up here like they they would tell me all the attempts and I was the one I was the one of all my sisters I was the one that was dead set on like oh well y'all could do what you want I'm not letting him back in I don't give a fuck like I never had him anyway so it's not really a fucking loss to me you know he's done me dirty he's talked all this shit he's left me hanging he's lied to you guys about me like I'm just for me, I was like dead set on don't need to have him in my life. Been there, done that. Like, and for me, it was just like, now you guys understand what I've always been trying to say. So like, 
we're all understanding each other, right? Um, so he was the one he during that time he really wasn't he didn't reach out to me. He was really trying to reconcile with my he was really trying to reconcile with my sisters, but not me. So then out of nowhere, he does message me. And I did tell him, like, kick rocks. I don't want you in my life. Sent the screenshot to my sisters. And then again. And then again. And then again. And finally, I prayed on it. And I was like, you know what, Lord? Like, if I could change as much as I've changed, and if I could be this person who went from being a complete degenerate, who was angry, who was depressed, who hated the world, and I am now this person who loves life, who is trying to be loving, walk in the image of God as much as I can, right? I'm still a sinful human being. I'm going to fuck up, but trying to just genuinely be conscious about being a good person. If I could change my life this much, what's to say that my dad can't? If Marco, the person who used to get physically abusive with me, can be the great, loving, awesome father that he is now and partner to me now, if he could do a complete 360, why can't my dad? And so I prayed on it and I had this conviction to give my dad a chance to show me that he is a different person now. And so that's what I did. I definitely had my guard up. I went out to eat with him and I took Marco with me because he's my second set of eyes. He's my second set of uh, mind and he's my second consciousness. And I observed the shit out of my dad and I asked him some pretty intense questions that I already knew the answers to, but I wanted to see his honesty because I felt like if he's honest with me about these things that I already know that he doesn't know that I know then that lets me know that he is being a sincere person and he is trying to build our relationship on trust even though the answers to what I'm asking him are going to be things that are hurtful to me he's not trying to sugarcoat the truth to me to make me feel good he's telling me the truth even though the truth is going to hurt me and little did he know, I already knew the answers to what I was asking him. What it did for me is affirm to me that, okay, maybe he is changing. And so I chose to, okay, I'm going to forgive you. And I, I actually had been forgave my dad, but I chose to tell him to his face, I forgive you. I forgive you for walking out of my life. I forgive you for living, leaving me hanging all the times that you did. I forgive you for all the shit that you talked about me. I forgive you for lying to my siblings about me. I forgive you for not putting your foot down with your wife and being in my life. I forgive you for all of that. I'm going to go out on a limb and I am going to allow you to show me that you are different. But the moment that I see that you are the same, I'm going to walk away and I'm going to wash my hands of this. Because I believe in redemption, but I'm also not a fool. And my dad said, that's like, that's all I want from you. Like, please just give me the chance. And time has passed and he is like a whole new person, a whole new person. He is, he, dude, my dad used to be so like in his ego. He is so self-aware now and genuinely after meeting his new girlfriend and analyzing her and how her mind is and the kind of woman that she is her and I are very much alike when it comes to spiritual foundations when it comes to the role that women play in their relationships and partnerships and the impact and influence that we have on the men in our lives and I truly feel like I owe a lot of my dad's growth to the love and the guidance that his girlfriend has given him because she is such a a, a wise 
soul and she does have a very beautiful spirit to her. And I see that and how that's manifested in my dad. And I love that for him because I never thought that I would see my dad not be in his ego. I never thought that I would see my dad take accountability. I never thought that my dad could sit there and apologize for his mistakes and not only apologize for them, but make them right. And I realized, thank you, Lord. Like, thank you for convicting me to show my dad compassion. Thank you for convicting me to give him the opportunity to show me he is a changed man. Because had I held on to that resentment that he has caused me all these years, I would miss out on this opportunity of having what I've always wanted, which is a father and a great father, a loving father, a father who loves my kids. He loves my kids. And I'm thankful that although it was scary, although it is scary to say, okay, I'm about to forgive my biological dad. I'm about to give him another chance despite his track record, despite his patterns, right? And I could take a loss and I may feel hurt again if he doesn't come through. But trusting in that conviction and trusting in God calling me to extend grace and to be merciful as scary as it was, has blessed me, has blessed the lives of my children, has blessed the relationship with my dad. My dad and I have had such deep connections and I finally feel like I belong. You know, and, and it's crazy because I always created a world I belong in, but I genuinely, I see my dad and I see how much he's evolved as a person with him, with himself, with his perspective on life, with his spirituality and I see a lot of myself in him and don't get me wrong he's not a perfect person he's very flawed and he still is very flawed but I now see where I fit into that I now see that where he lacks I fill and as his eldest daughter I can give him that wisdom and I can give him that guidance and pair that with his girlfriend that is also really wise boom that's like dynamic duo like my dad is quickly growing and evolving and becoming the man that I never thought I would ever see him be. And the point in this video is to tell you to stand in your conviction and honor what God is calling you to do. If God is calling you to forgive somebody, even though it doesn't make sense to anybody else, even if it feels foolish, do it. If God is calling you to be compassionate and to give another chance, do it. Understand that everyone is capable of redemption and everyone is capable of changing. And you do not know if someone is changed if you don't give them the opportunity to show you that they are changed. And you are blocking your own blessings if you think that cutting people out without giving them the opportunity ever to show you that they have grown then you're hurting yourself. Honestly, give people the opportunity to show you who they are. That being said, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Bye-bye.